Pardon me, good sir. I wondered whether you would appreciate assistance in achieving orgasm this evening. The response? My desire is tentative. Do you expect to be compensated for these services? No, sir. I act out of charity alone. Oh my god. How gallant. Verily, your assistance would be most welcome. But what means do you intend to encourage my metis to issue forth its seed? Oh no. It is my desire to imbib your turgid phallus and fillet vigorously to the point of full release, ceasing only once gratification has been enjoyed to your complete satisfaction. Tally-ho, proceed henceforth. I shall prepare the bedchamber and eagerly await your arrival, kind stranger. <laughs> if all dating websites were like that, more people would get laid. It's true. It's true. A hundred percent. More people should be like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I can definitely see you having a conversation like that. Oh, I would too. I'd play <laughs> if it. Someone, if someone approached you like that, you would you would sleep with them. I, I know yes. you well enough yes. to know this. <laughs> yes, I would. I would, and I would have I have word for word match their Tally-ho, kind dedication. Stranger. Oh my god! And someone responded on the post. Forsooth, mine heart overflows with joy upon seeing yonder partners living lives filled with mirth and merriment. <laughs> indeed, indeed. I, ha- I have found the Ren Fair person. p.m. and it's been a while (laughs) it has been a while it's been a while do we even remember how long of a while Ooh, wasn't the wasn't the last what i think it was september oh yeah yeah it's been a while because that's when your health kind of went to shit yep and when we put our foot down about all the bs was being tossed around. Yeah. Decided it was time to make you get the fuck out of hell. Out of the fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, that, that fucking apartment sent us a letter that we owe them, like, almost $300. For what? Uh, we left it a mess. <laughs> we didn't have time so? to clean it. I would have cleaned it. Like, I don't like leaving apartments like that, but fuck that. No, but you know what? We didn't have time. They left it a mess. They left it a mess. It's if they want to fight you, yeah. Because you know what? That's not that big of a dent on your credit, uh, and you could sue them for what they did. I know. I have pictures of all the mold too. Mm-hmm. I took lots of pictures. If of they try working. to, if they try to send you any paperwork, respond with those pictures only. Yeah. So. Yep. I've dealt with that. That's whatever. I just want to be done with it. All right, um, so if I look on here, it says that our last upload was... I mean, I did upload... I lo- uploaded one recently, like, well, a few weeks ago. Well, besides that, that, was, that was, was trying to be good. Yeah, that was recording... <laughs> I think that was recorded in September. Yeah, it was recorded at the same time as the one before it, roughly. Congratulations, we have had 100 downloads. Oh, look at that! I'm going to put that on our, on our uh, so Instagram. Hashtag yearly recap. Hashtag 100 download celebration. <laughs> right. All the hashtags. 
We have had a hundred podcast downloads, and honestly, I think that's fucking amazing. That is. That's weird. It is. So the hundred people or hundred downloads, it might be less than a hundred people who downloaded it more than once. Uh, to you people, I apologize. <laughs> Everyone who who was listening so avidly, and then we just left you high and dry. Eh, um, I left my own self high and dry sometimes too. So. September first was the yeah. last one. Yes. All right, so we need to go back a ways. Oh boy. So um, let's see. In September, you flew up here. Right, because it was the kid's birthday. And stayed for a while. Stayed for a bit, and yeah. we were gonna do. We did some work, and in the process of doing that work, I hurt myself. Or something. Or something. Uh, I hurt myself. Uh, I didn't think I hurt myself. I woke up and I couldn't function like I should after doing some heavy lifting. And it went from, oh, yeah, you might have hurt your back to, oh, yeah, you might have a spinal fluid leak to we did an MRI and now we don't know what the hell is wrong with you. Yeah. So now I'm waiting for neurology. Lots and lots of health issues going on. And in the meantime, you haven't recovered. No, I have just been... uh, what, what would you call that? Like placating it. They mm-hmm. gave me some medication and they tell me not to lift anything over 10 pounds. And try not to sneeze. <laughs> yeah, it's not sneeze. You know, just don't do anything right. while we wait until we get some doctor's appointments in our lovely American healthcare. Um, I've since reached out to uh, medical case management because it was so hard for me to run the middle ground. Right. Um. And that is that is a new thing for me to experience. Uh, I feel like I'm 75, not 35. But here we are. Better to learn it now than then. Um, she did get me a neurology appointment, and everyone was, like, floating around with their... Uh, oh, we can't do it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I have neurology coming up. There is some weird crap going on. And I guess... I'll update on that for like, you know, a couple of episodes down the road and see what's yeah. going on with that. Yeah. But in the meantime, I can't, I'm taking it light. I can't work. I haven't played with any puppies in months. Oh. Kind of depressing. That is kind of sad. Um, my therapist has uh, a really big puppy that's like golden retriever and like, I don't remember, Irish wolfhound, something oh, big. Oh my goodness. Or that like is a, a big great Bernie, a great. Great Pyrenees? Like the mountain dogs? Yeah. Yeah. Like the big mountain dog. Oh. You could hear it in the background today. She was working. Oh, I love and I was like, But they're like, like, they're like ancient breed dogs. They're, they're kind of mm-hmm. hard to train. But well, she said the golden retriever, not too bad. He's, he's super great, but he, he tries to protect her from the UPS guy. Yeah. Yeah. They can That's be the one aggressive. thing. He just don't like the yeah. UPS guy. So <laughs> well, packages are the devil. <laughs> yeah. But she was apologizing, and I'm like, no, big dogs, that's my specialty, yes. but I can't work with them right now. Yeah. Um, did I tell you about that last job I did? No. After I hurt myself, and I was, like, trying to do my friend a favor down in... The the girl with the untrained... Uh, not a husky. The Malamute. The untrained Malamute mm. that's huge. Um, I worked well with that dog once, and she was like, I really need someone this day i have to go to work so i went down there and the dog decided to do something new and take off and run up to the road right after i told her i'm like i can come do it but i can't lift her i can't pick her up can't drag her like i can't do that so i had to walk quarter mile up the road 
I didn't have my cane with me. It was it was a disaster. Mm. Um, she ended up paying me extra, That's thankfully, cool. because she. I called her and I said, I don't know if you're on your way home yet, but this dog is up by the boat. People are honking. I can hear it. Nothing that normally recalls the dog is recalling the dog. So she actually was on her way home and she pulled over and seen her dog standing by the oh side of the road. Gosh. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. There's like nothing that I could do. And yeah. she's like, oh no, don't worry about it. Like she knows her dog is a little crazy. Not- yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's a big dog and it's just her and the kids. So there was no firm hand in the house. She's not a firm hand. She Gosh. knows. And the dog grew much faster than she thought. Yeah. So yeah, that was my last job. That's terrible. I, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I can't even leash a dog and do that. No, right not, now, that not to mention the stress of it causing you, because like when you get stressed, oh, the tension in your back and stuff yeah. fucks you up. I was a mess that night. Yeah. I was like, I really can't. That's when I realized I can't, I can't do it. And I hate admitting that. Yeah. And that was right around the time when we tried to like force the universe's hand a little bit to get you up here. Right. And then all of a sudden it started happening. Yeah. So and it happened very rapidly. Yeah. I mean, you know, magic when, when directed in the appropriate ways. Uh, especially for some reason when we write things out. Yeah. In the way that we want them to happen, they tend to happen that way. So it did. <laughs> and then like, what? So last time we recorded was September. I came up there. We tried to do a recording up here, but it never got posted. But it was live on yeah. TikTok because it was a goofy situation. <laughs> um, yeah. And by, I guess, like mid-November, early November, we were planning on moving. Like we yeah, were already the, getting the info on moving. Well, let's see. We had you visit mid-september mm-hmm. and then i did the, the one sitting job that was really long and then you visited again because we were gonna do put the pressure on in october right that's what it was and i did we come start- back. i thought oh you're right i because i came up for the birthday but then i left and, then and came, came back, back in mid-October. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I yeah. came up there like five times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did. We You should be stamping those frequent flyer miles. Seriously. Um, so then we did that, and then you went back kind of against our plans. Yeah. Because things weren't moving like they were supposed to. Let's see. Sleepover. Where did you go back? It was the 11th, I believe. Oh, no, and then you came back in November. No, I left in November. Oh, you left in November. Okay, yeah. that's the flight out. That's the flight out. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I did that one job. And then we came back, like, a couple weeks later, and we're moving. Yeah. So. Yeah, you you moved, like, not long after that. Yeah. And so then we were like, okay, well, we have holidays and settling into a new place. Mm-hmm. And I'm still dealing with, health I don't issues. know, three or four health appointments at a time there. And trying to sort out like disability, temporary disability ideas and things to help keep yeah. us going. My going temporary disability for my vestibular imbalance was running out. So I had to quit yeah. my job a while yeah. ago. Um, and so we basically came into this year with a new 
Whole new life. <laughs> oh yeah. Whole new life. New, new houses, new, new jobs, <laughs> new struggles, new health issues. Yep. Uh, new challenges in front of us. <laughs> new year, new me. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Yeah, that is not how I, <laughs> not how I envisioned this. Right. We need to write better. Write better. Um, but we took time off to make it happen. We took time off to make sure that y'all could get here to alleviate the stress on ourselves. Because as anyone who's dealt with any kind of chronic illness knows, mm. the first thing they tell you is, oh, just, you know, don't stress. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes you have to pick and choose. Right. And, especially when you can't work. Yeah. And so we, we had to pick and choose. And now we are back and planning to move steadily into our future. The rhythm that we had previously. Um, yeah. But that being said, we are going to lighten our load a little bit. Um, so bi-weekly episodes instead of weekly episodes. Um, and other content accessible through Patreon. Right, because that'll that'll free us up to make more Patreon content um, to make things worthwhile for joining Patreon over there. Right. So, like really putting more focus onto that. Although we have put new updates on the loyalty program. Mm-hmm. We have new merch designs up. Mm-hmm. And at least I have plans for at least three segments that'll be accessible only through there. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that and to get that moving. Um, but this is our this is our like getting ourselves back in the swing of things episode. <laughs> so huzzah! Huzzah! Crash course in our last like five months and why we took a detour from our original plans. Well, holidays didn't help. Well, I'm sure everybody had something going on with that. Omicron holidays. Yeah. And then January has been the longest freaking month. I know. So much bullshit. So much bullshit in one month. For you, yeah. I've just been chilling. Uh, (laughs) Like emotional bullshit, but like life. I got all of the like, spin the wheel and pick one. I've got it probably. Uh, car problems, health problems, relationship, question marks. Um, <laughs> several. <laughs> several. Several of them. Different shapes and sizes some, and rainbow some, colors. Like ex- exclamation points as well, you know. Yeah. yeah um, Maybe some asterisks in there. I, you know you know that, that moment where you just have to have that question mark and the exclamation mark? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that, yeah. that thing. A few of those. Yeah. We've done some writing. Yeah, for, for some contests, writing contests. See, that's another thing that I want to make more interactive with our Patreon is, like, the writing oh, yeah. stuff. Yes, um, I'm looking forward to doing, a, a, a like, a grab-it-out-of-the-hat writing streak. Yes. Yeah. We have some special guests that want to be a part of that, too. I think that'd be really fun. I have at least, I have at least three, three people that are down to be special guests right now. Cool. And we have one uh, famous person of note who has told us that if we will contact them, then they would be more than glad to pop onto our podcast and be awesome. I'm sure we can get a few. There's some others. There's some others. But this, this one in particular, I think would be a great addition to our, to our podcast. Um, so yeah, some surprise people. Definitely doing writing stream. Getting into my the, my games again. Mm-hmm. 
Sea of Thieves streaming. Yes. Pirate streams. Keeping with the theme. I mean, come on. (laughs) But yeah, I think, I think we're on, we're on to something. It'll, it'll take a little while to get back into the rhythm and get it out there where people know we're here again. Mm -hmm. But I think it'll be a good thing. I mean, Um, they seem to somehow find us anyway, so. Yeah, shout out to whoever in Ireland is listening to our podcast because that's awesome. I don't know how you found us, but I see that you've checked in a few times, so. Cool, cool, cool. We appreciate you. 100%, yeah. Now, I want to open up some uh, input on Patreon for people to, uh, so we can get some subscribers getting their topics out there that they want to hear about, put some options out there for some Mm -hmm. stories to tell. AMA questions. Yep. Because I'm sure there's a few of those. In podcast number three, when you mentioned this horrible thing in your life, right? <laughs> feel, <laughs> feel free, feel free. I want to have, I want that interaction. Yeah. I like to tell my experiences because so many people sit on theirs, and yeah. I and I respect that. I respect their choice to do that, but I believe that I have had mine, so I can share. Yeah, if not, if not to help others, then it was pointless, right? Yeah. For real. Like, I feel like having gone through the things I've been through gives me a platform uh, where I can speak to things that a lot of people don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I am okay answering questions when it comes to being polyamorous or trans mm-hmm. or having been homeless. It, there's a lot of things where parenthood. people want to ask. Queer yeah. Parenthood. Yeah. And that's an adventure all by itself. Let me tell you. Yeah. Because coming out was a whole thing when it comes to having kids trying yeah. to come out. Um, and coming yeah, and out, then, and then time. them coming out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. And you know, it, I I really want to cover that on an episode where we talk in depth about parenting that way, because even in a household as accepting as mine, where I was out, where my partner was out, they still struggled to come out. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really about personal. It's a personal it, thing. It's a very personal thing. It wasn't that they were really thinking we were going to reject them, they just struggled to find the words to put it out there. And honestly, because everyone has that, I say everyone, but like, I think most people on the queer spectrum have that, that struggle of like, is this really me? Right. Is this really how I want to label myself? Like, what are the limitations and, and of this label? And And there was a lot spectrum. But the other thing that they told me later that they struggled with was being afraid that I would think I made them that way. Right. Which you did ask them, which is And funny. I did. Yeah. And I did ask them. They were very wise for their age. They're 10 years old when they came out. And they were very wise for their age. And they told me that they, they held off as long as they did because they were afraid I would feel that way. And it wasn't without consideration. I really did ask them. I, I need to know because I'm still very new mm-hmm. to all of this. Um, it's been in their world most of their life. Mm-hmm. For me, I was in my mid twenties before I knew it existed. Right. So it was. It's still. There's still a weird generation gap there. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we learn a lot from having teenagers around us um, and in our lives because they're so much more intelligent on so many things um, that <sighs> we didn't know about until a few years ago. You know? Oh, and we butt heads. We butt heads about some weird things. You know, we we sure. were butting heads about NFTs the other day. 
And Natasha's like, just step off. Like, it's, yeah. it's not a big deal. And they're like, <clears throat> the impact on the environment. And I'm like, damn, child. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to step aside. I'll be the old guy here because we don't agree. Right. That's okay. That's okay because I can respect why you don't agree with me. And I can tell you, you're probably right. But this is me. This is where I'm at. Yeah. So we meet each other where we're at. But they are not shy about telling me. Yeah, because they're like, why would I, why would I kowtow to you? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, because I taught them not to. But also, I want them to hear me. And, you know, we have a little of that teenage problem where they don't hear me when I give them an explanation. Sure. You know, but they're just but like eventually stuck in their, it. in their like, this is what I think thing. Yeah, they're yeah. very stuck in what they believe. And while I think That's that they're, fine. they're leaning towards the positive side of the, their beliefs, um, they're very stubborn about being educated by me. Very stubborn about it. They are teenagers after all. So I tell them, <laughs> I'm like, just listen. No matter what. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, just listen to what I say. You don't have to respond to it. You don't have to agree with it. Just hear it and let it like, you know, yeah. ruminate in there. Yeah. Don't and eventually you'll see what I'm saying. Right. Because right? I have good arguments. Thank you. I also study these things and I've been doing it longer than they've been alive. Um, so while I'm not going to be like, I'm right because I'm old. Um, it is right to listen to me and take from what you can glean. Yeah. I had to glean from well, the elders in yeah. my family. Sure. Because my family sucked, but there was still some important things I gleaned from them. Sure. Um, and honestly, I think that's been coming up lately because of, of uh, losing my aunt uh, this mm. last week. Uh, she, she was not a great... Mm. There's a lot of things wrong there. It's still hard. Coming from the background we all came from. Yeah. Coming from the struggles she came from. There was a lot of things she struggled with and a lot of things that her and my uncle did that maybe I was really not in agreement with. Um, but she was a good person. She cared about me. She's one of the few people that took the time out to teach me things when my mother wouldn't. In a family where literally no one treated you okay. Yeah. Like, she was one of the and only you were people. abused by like... 90% of your family members the one yeah. whether they're racist or whatever the one that like, I, wasn't mean to you yeah and, gonna, and took the time you know. to educate me to prepare me for the future even if it was a crash course right she she made a difference in my life she gave me a foundation for my witchcraft and my pagan beliefs right. by telling me it was okay to believe different than my parents yeah my uncle taught me his his he has a very we'll call it a combination belief system mm -hmm. uh he has hang-ups and he has uh the influence of christianity but he does ouija bible ouija bible right, means when he's right. going through a hard time he just flips the bible open and reads the first thing and goes oh okay that fixes my problem i know a lot of christians who do that but he doesn't really ascribe to christianity right um this uncle in particular uh once informed my family that he intended to trade himself to the Antichrist for the Christians. You know, he, he expected that the way he would end would be that he would make a deal with the Antichrist to let the Christians go so that he could just go in their place. Wouldn't that make um, him the Antichrist? Uh, I'm not sure, but he would fit the bill pretty well. Because, like, if you're, uh, if you're, like, giving yourself to, to, like, save a people, right. isn't that, like, what Christ did? It, well, but then is that like a neo-Christ 
It's he had like a That's neo weird. Christ. That's a weird hang concept. Up. Um, cause it really was, it was like, it was a savior complex. Um, he told me to my face, he's like, yeah, that's my calling in my life as that. Okay. But I mean, I'm all here for the exploration of one's psyche, but 15 hits of acid at 17 <laughs> is a doozy. It's a doozy. I think after and 11, you're considered legally impact. insane. Yes. <laughs> and, and these were my helpful family members. Yeah. Yeah. So I love them. I do. I love them. We've had our extreme differences. And I actually spoke to my Aunt Bobby once, not that long ago. And it was in passing because because someone added me to a family fucking chat on mm, Facebook. No. Where my mother was fighting with her siblings about who was going to take care of my grandmother. As in, no one wants to do it. And Somebody thought adding me would be a good idea. Your sister? And be like, hey, no. Really? I think it was one of my cousins oh, hunted no. me down and added me and was like, hey, you need to tell your mother. And I'm like, that's not my mother. That's I don't know what you're mother. talking about. And that's all I said. But even though I have her blocked, when you're in a family chat, they can see it. Oh, shit. So she lost her ever-loving shit. And my Aunt Bobby goes, I'm really proud of you. And I left that chat. And that was the end of that. That was my... But wow. yeah, my mother seems to say that. So. That's hilarious. Well, she just whatever. Yeah, she so many times. And you know what? I think that if nothing else, that one simple exchange of having Aunt Bobby see that I made my life myself. Yeah. There was a reason for it. Yeah. There was a reason I got put in there. And I just, I just haven't known how to connect to that family. I haven't seen any of them since you I was didn't like. You tell 19. your mother. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> That's no. my mom. Uh-uh. I got nothing in that. You know what? I have two amazing moms out in Oklahoma and they have taken me on as their kid and I love them and they can be proud of me because they are. And my uh, parentage is a little question. My yeah. siblings, they got their own problems, but you know what? They've been really awesome. The ones I talked to and stay in touch yeah. with. I'm not in touch with a lot of them. I think because yeah. a lot of them are still at home. Yeah. I do have a lot of them. Uh, like you're and there's a like whole 1% like percent of your siblings. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like that. Yeah, it's pretty close. There's a whole like 30 of them. I don't even know all their names, mm-hmm. but that's a story for another time. Um, feel free to ask questions about that. Have we told that story before? I feel like we've touched on it. We've probably touched on it a little bit. I mean, how can you not tell the story of having a carny for a father? Mm. But I feel like I'm making the connections with the right ones. Yeah. But it's just been a lot of that going through like old, old memories and stuff. Family lately, stuff. Cause, yeah. Cause I don't think about it. I have not been a part of that family since I was like 19. And that's a long time ago now. Yeah. And I don't ask them for favors and we don't, yeah. we don't. There's, there doesn't need to be. There's not nothing. My there. sisters and and the sis, the siblings that talk to me, I am a hundred percent there for them. I'm there for the ones that don't talk to me. Sure. Uh, but when it comes to like the older generation of my family, we don't have much to talk about. No, God, no. I mean, same. And the stuff that does trickle through my sister is is usually something depressing, like you know, oh, like I don't know if you you know. <laughs> 
And that's my second aunt that I lost in the last couple months. Mm. So it's been it's been rough. I um, mean. But also, I struggle with to have pity for relatives who are deniers, COVID deniers. Exactly. Um, exactly. Even as an empath, I struggle to have pity for that because if you, you won't literally think about chose yourself, that. you literally yeah. chose that yourself. Like you, if chose you don't to think about you, yourself. at least think about your grandkids, man. Mm-hmm. And there was no thought for for the impact that could have on them mm-hmm. um, by claiming that God would protect you and you were vaccinated by the blood of Jesus but or people, whatever. People really believe that stuff, and I just I don't get. Look, it. I believe in magic, and I still don't believe that's going to protect me from walking down the street and catching COVID. Yeah, no, no. especially. Like hanging out with the crowds of people, right? And putting myself in the line of fire, so to speak. Exactly. So you know, there's just like a fine line there. Um, and I feel like I've had to come to terms with a lot of that recently. Like, yeah. where do I really sit? Um, but for all of the negativity, I think it's it's come it's brought about some some growth. Because mm-hmm. I've had to address some things and talk to my therapist about some things that I hadn't even thought about in forever. Oh, yeah. We both started therapy again. <laughs> it's been very helpful. It's been very, very helpful. That's a big It comes life. highly recommended. Yeah. Highly. Yay, therapy. <laughs> again, I believe in magic, but sometimes you just need to talk to a doctor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you still need, you still need tangible things. Ah. <laughs> uh. I don't believe, see, that's my thing. That's what sets me apart maybe from a lot of my, my peers that were very one, like one way focused. Yeah. I think you need a little bit of everything to keep you going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, you're not going to be like, okay, well I'll drink water, but I'm not going to eat food. (laughs) So I should be fine though, because I'm drinking water. Right. Or I'm going to eat food because it's got water in it. I don't yeah, that water. happens a lot. <laughs> we see those folks. I'm pretty sure my bio dad's with those folks. Oh, God. <sighs> but for Dr. real. Pepper like, only. <laughs> right? It's made with right? water. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you know, he's a diuretic. And my dad used to, my, my stepdad used to argue that he got plenty of water because he drank iced tea. Spike was like that, dude. I don't get it, man. That's not, that's not, no. It's literally a diuretic. All that, all that guy drank was tea. Like, How is he not a raisin? Fucking tea. Well, he is kind of a raisin. <sighs> His kidneys are in <laughs> whatever. Um, but mm-hmm. like, ugh, I'm not going to get on that topic. Yeah. No, yeah. let's not get on that topic. Like, how do you live? Don't you get I, thirsty? Well, I can't, yeah, that's my question. Like, okay, I literally like, I'll drink never, coffee. All day long, I'll drink juice, I'll drink soda water, but but yeah. I still want... You get thirsty. I, my body goes, drink water. And I'm like, soda water? Is water? <laughs> no, drink fucking water. <laughs> yeah. And so I do. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand how you can People go without are, oh, I don't like water. I'm like, where did you grow up? Well, first of all, it was like the thing you drank where I grew up. Same. Because we were poor as shit. Like, what Same. are you going to drink? Nothing. Also, so, it's hot as balls, and like oh we God, were stuck outside yeah. all day because nobody lived in a house bigger than a cracker box. So like you go outside yeah. in 103 degree weather, and you drink. And they're water. like, uh, "Don't come back in. Here's the hose." Right. 
when it's dark, you can come back in. But you couldn't go anywhere. We, we had to just stay in the yard. Yeah. All day. Uh, we in rode our East bikes Texas, up and down the street It was different. Sometimes. Well, over there, we got out more. Like, we had more space. Mm-hmm. But, like, when we were in East Texas, we had, like, a little mm-hmm. fenced-in yard. And she didn't want us in the front yard because we were in a retirement community. Oh, Lord. Basically. Mostly everybody was retired teachers. And she was paranoid. Um, because she didn't want them in our business. Oh. Because we were homeschoolers. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Do you know how weird it was when I got out on the other side of it? And I was like, Whoa. Yeah. Oh, my God. Somebody would have saved us? <laughs> like, I didn't realize. I thought I didn't realize was she was evil. Per- Mm-hmm. She All she told us was, was that evil. people would, they would they would take us away or they would like Not, destroy our family. I'm yeah. like, please take it's us called away. CBS, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you know, use it the right way instead Seriously. of the wrong way. Oh my god! But it, it it never occurred to me because she used fear of losing my siblings, right, to keep me away from people. She tried to use it to keep me from getting away and going to L.A. too. Mm-hmm. And I had to basically just be like, I'll be back for you. And I have kind of been able to do that. But I'm really proud of my siblings that have broken away. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not hard to realize that she's a psycho. So once they got older, once you get outside, <laughs> yeah, once you get outside of the house, oops, they also had the Internet. I did not have that. Yeah. They had they had people they could talk to, so they were they were able to get more insight than I was able to get, That's and I'm great. glad. But I honestly I been having to deal with a lot of weird family shit lately. So how about you? I don't deal with my family anymore. So good, yay! I stopped talking to my dad. My grandmother called me the other day because my dad, I guess, is staying with her or something. And she's like, oh, he's doing so much better. Da 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 da. He's reading the he Bible. Therapy? No, he's Oh, his God. Bible. He's, he's, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. But my grandmother, this is the grandmother that is like the most normal fucking person in my family. Like, I love her to death. Right. Yeah. Um, so my dad's mom, of all people, she's sane and not a religious nut. And like she's a Christian, like old school Christian, but she's not like right. my other grandparents who like force their opinions down your throat. Right. She's um, <laughs> a really nice lady. Uh, so she called me. She's like eighty six now or something. Wow. I think. Um. So she's doing okay, and I told her I'm like you know the way he I, and I was very honest with her because she was trying to tell me that he's doing better, and I'm like that's good. I'm glad. Um, right. But I've got a lot of things in in my heart because <laughs> you know how you got to talk to the the older people. I got mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that I need to like deal with before I'm able to like talk to him again. Because you know yeah. how he was when we were kids, and she's like, "Oh, I know." I'm like, "Yeah." So I, you know, I got to get through some of that myself. <laughs> need some space, right? She was very sweet about it. Um. Because he's he's a holy terror, and he's you know, oh god, she, yeah. she was there through oh, all god. of it. Because we lived in her backyard, so we'd Lord go hide at her there. house. And I I said this to my therapist too, and she's like, I noticed you use the word hide, and I'm like, yeah, yes, yes, exactly. There's, yeah. there's a reason for that. Yeah. We would go hide at my grandmother's house, 
And she would go yell at him to knock knock his fucking attitude off. And then yeah. they'd get into a big knockdown drag out fight. And I'd have to call mom at Walmart and ask for her because we didn't have cell phones. I'd have to call oh the store god. and be like, can I speak to Karen? <laughs> oh my god. And, and have her come home because she would have to leave her job to come home. I don't know how she kept a job all her lives. <sighs> Sheer luck sometimes, I imagine. Yeah. So, yeah, Sheer I luck. don't talk to him anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, and I feel real guilty about it, but I'm working through it. Yeah. So, therapy. And my therapy. mom bought a house and she's doing good. Um, my little brother, I don't talk to him very often, but he's doing okay. He still wants to move in with me, which we're not quite ready for yet, but I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. Like I said, I think it'll be a little more communal in about two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just uh, have been settling in and decorating my house, and it's weird to have a house that's like big. It's a real big house. I wasn't going to let you not. Like, I wasn't going to let you not get something nice. I have an office. And Gary has has an office slash desk in in the downstairs. Um, So it's kind of the craft room and where the lizard tank is. But, like, it's his Ah. office now because we put his desk in there. Yeah, it's Um, a good little spot, though. It is. I didn't really have anything else to put in there. I was like, ah, it's going to be a craft room. But what does that mean? It's just a room where you do crafts. (laughs) Yeah. Storage in Gary's office. (laughs) And how nice is that? Like, you went from, like, basically one giant room to, like, both having offices, having bedrooms. You know, the fucked up part of it is that in getting all the things that we need for the house, I'm just like, oh, God, moving again is going to (laughs) suck. We have so much stuff now. <laughs> Two, three no, desks, no, actually. No, see, when you move again, you hire local folk to help you. Oh, I'm gonna. To do it. I can't do it. People you again. trust. People you trust. And you just do it. You wait until you're buying or something. You just uh-huh. do it one room at a time. You just haul your shit out and set it up at the same time. We've been talking. Tosh is like, if we get a place and we have like that 30-day window... Between leaving here and going there, that's what we're going to do. We're going to take slowly. everything from one room, Yep. take it over there. We take the kids' room, they can go over there and put the room together. Yep. We take the kitchen, that way nothing gets mixed up, shoved in a back corner, lost for two years. Yeah. And I knew, mm. I knew it was going to happen when we moved in here that we were going to realize how little things we had. Um, yeah. Because when you take a studio apartment and you put it in a one, two, two bedroom house with a den and a dining room and a, you know, yeah. you take a studio apartment and you put it in a house with a garage and a storage building oh, yeah. and like all of these rooms. I'm like, what the fuck? I need rugs. <laughs> rugs. That's a big thing. I'm figuring rugs. that out now. Um, I didn't yeah. realize. Just realizing like, how know. few things we own is very, very strange. Uh, navigating a clawfoot tub was a little more difficult than I realized it was going to be, um, because it's cold here. <laughs> so we got this shower curtain and it was like a really pretty shower curtain, but it's thin and it's cloth. Um, it sucks in when you take a shower and sticks to you. Yeah. Uh, so I had to get a second shower curtain that has magnets on the bottoms, but it still kind of sucks in and sticks to you. It's 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 weird. It was a, a struggle I was not anticipating. Right. You just got a weird look on your face. Is everything okay? I made the mistake of opening and reading something that I should not 
should not have read in the middle of us having a conversation. Oh, no. Uh, so as to not give this terrible writer any real fame, I'm going to send this to you. Oh, no. And let you read it. <laughs> I, I, I will shout out to, uh, well, uh, I can read it to you then. Uh, but I don't want them to have any fame. Uh, I, I just said what so many times Macklemore's taking me thrift shopping just posted this. <laughs> the pressure was built up in her uterus and she knew her period had arrived. Looking around class, everyone was focused on their work, and Mr. Johnson flipped through his newspaper. She raised her hand, and he looked up. I need to use the restroom. Mr. Johnson squinted. Hold it. She slunk back in her seat and clenched her pelvic muscles to stop the flow of her crimson shame. Ten minutes passed, however, and the pressure was mounting. She did a good job holding it for the time, but it became a desperate situation. What man? She raised her hand. <laughs> mm -hmm. What in the man? She raised her hand again. And Mr. Johnson sighed, what? I really need to go to the bathroom. Fine, but you get an F for female. She frowned, but had no choice. She made a mad dash to the bathroom, breaking her heels along the way, which flattened her shoes enough to gain more speed. As she ran towards the bathroom, her heaving ample breasts filled with milk bounced and sloshed back and forth in her bra. Thankfully, she made it in time before her womb made a bloody explosion. Inspecting her panties in the stall, she sighed in relief. Thank you, Kegels. She pushed and peed the blood hard into the toilet, making it look like a murder scene all over the porcelain walls. Now to plug herself up. She pulled a tampon from her purse and opened the packet. Perspiration beaded on her forehead as she examined the phallic shape. As she pushed it inside, she gasped and moaned. Mr. Johnson would never know the wonders of being a woman. Why? I haven't, I can't, I can't react. Is it real? It, I don't think it's real. It, That's gotta be it appears, I would hope so, but you know what? I have seen this before, and I, and people are literally tagging groups that are called, I literally require this to be satire. But, it does not, it says, we get it, you're very unfamiliar, with, and possibly even afraid of vaginas. Also, and then some why would her breasts be full of milk? Like, what are you fucking talking about? Have because you ever met a think, woman? No, probably not. People think, people being men, men think, apparently I pissed off the ghost in my room. Oh my god. A bunch the of my shit just fell in the trash can. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to set the record straight. Oh um, my god. Men believe that Milk comes with periods, not with what? pregnancy. Yes, there's a whole segment That's of men that think you just get milk when you get your period and begin to lactate. And um Have you ever met a woman, sir? Neckbeard. No. <laughs> like, no. What the fuck? No. That's a lot of words for I've never made a woman orgasm before. That's a good uh -huh. one, actually. And this, this woman's like, bro, you just described exactly what it's like being a woman. Finally, some recognition. Oh my god. Oh, I don't, I don't. Anyone who thinks that tampons feel good. Yeah, or that they're intimidating. Like there's, there's I'm so sorry. much, there's, <laughs> they're only intimidating if you're 10. <laughs> <laughs> or if you've never been told what they're for and someone hands you one and you're like, uh, <laughs> that was my situation at 19. Oh, no! 
I had never seen one before. And this poor little old lady was trying to help me out and she hands them to me. And I'm like, I don't know how to use this. And she just looked so mortified. You'd never seen one before? Your mom didn't use tampons? She banned them in the house because any kind of insertion. Woman. Yeah. And this is coming from a woman. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Oh, my God. Literally, uh, we were not allowed to use them. Oh, my God. So it's possible that there's more than just men who believe some of this shit. Yeah, I mean, lack of education is a real thing. There's so much wrong with that, I don't even know where to start. Your friendly neighborhood, Ayla here from the editing studio. Every episode, we are going to do a little tarot reading because we've been doing that every day, starting from the beginning of the year with the wonderful ritual tarot journal that we both got for Christmas. So we want to incorporate that into the podcast a little bit. This week we did a reading for the ending of the Venus retrograde. So I want to let you know that this is going to be a recurring thing, uh, denoted by the guitar strum. So enjoy. Are you doing traditional tarot or... I am today. Okay, let's do that. Traditional it is today. They showed up last night. For Venus Direct. Venus has been in retrograde since December 19th or something? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. I'm doing this because I want to use my stickers Mm. for this one because I haven't been able to use them for the recent week because of uh, uh, Oracle. Mmm. So, and these reappeared yesterday. Your stickers so reappeared? No, my <laughs> my tarot reappeared. <laughs> they had taken a short vacation. Oh. After we had a conversation about getting the same three cards every time I pull. Okay. So, this is... What have I what shed, have I on, this shed on this journey to person to my personal underworld? Well, that's, that's what that's been, huh? What have I shed in my journey? What have I retrieved from this place? And then how can I put into practice the lessons from this Venus retrograde? Um, that's a lot. Thank you. So that's a weird one. Oh, shit. Uh-uh. One more. How can I put into practice? Oh, well, this is a, this is a spread. Uh-oh. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Oh my goodness, let's see. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Ooh, a lot of like eyeball looking things and moons. Funny you say that, because look at this card. Right? Looks like eyeball looking oh, things. Oh no! Look at this. And the moon? <laughs> That's funny. Yes, yes, here we are. So <clears> I'm <throat> curious, before we get into this. Yes. What is your Venus in? Hmm. That's a good question. It is good for that. Faster. (laughs) Yeah. I could go find my chart, but... Oh, my Venus is in Capricorn. I think I have mine written in my books. I feel like Capricorn's been having a lot of movement lately. Like, wasn't the retro... Wasn't Mercury in Capricorn recently? Yes. My Mercury's (laughs) also in Capricorn. (laughs) 
No, mine's in Pisces. <sighs> Your Venus would be in Pisces. Uh, yeah, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Ascendant, Mercury, and Venus. Oh, boy. Oh, and Sun and Jupiter. You're full of Pisces. Jesus. Oh, yeah. But it's in my first house. You know, I have... Uh, so, let me see. Even though my two majors, Sun and Moon, are both in Sagittarius, I have mostly Capricorn placements. Oh, that's why we got along. Yeah. That makes sense. So Venus, Mercury, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune are all in Capricorn. That explains a lot. Because I was always like, what the heck? We, we were not particularly aligned. But that makes more sense now. That's my, why you always need to go deeper. Yeah. And uh, my Ascendant and Pluto are in Scorpio. Uh, I think most people's Plutos are in Scorpio. Isn't that one of the generational ones? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, because my Mars, Saturn, and Uranus are in Sagittarius. Oh. Weirdly enough. So Venus and I have Capricorn. Neptune Cap- uh, Venus determines how and what you love. It indicates how you express affection and the qualities you're attracted to. Your Venus is in Capricorn, meaning your romantic side is somewhat repressed in the name of responsibility and rationality. Sometimes it seems like you don't care about love. You're extremely cautious and appreciate stability. It's in your second house, meaning that for you, love is often expressed in money and material possessions. <laughs> so... Mine says, your Venus is in Pisces. It determines how and what you love. It indicates how you ex- express affection and the qualities you're attracted to. It means that your romantic side is sentimental, dreamy, and gentle. You have an endlessly deep well of compassion and love, but trouble protecting yourself in relationships. Mm-hmm. It's in your first house, meaning that for you, love is expressed in yourself and self-image. And because it's in your first house, it's hyper-present in your personality. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's very accurate for you. That's funny. You're like sentimentally romantic and I'm like responsibility. <laughs> like right? I say, fuck love, I'm responsible. When you're not <laughs> me at all. <laughs> not responsible at all. So, but that's yeah. been in retrograde. So that's kind of what we've been dealing with in that front. Well, that makes sense on the whole like just hitting walls with that for me. Venus retrograde. Let me see. Is that in here? I want to say it is. Retrogrades and direct dates. So Venus has been retrograde in Capricorn. Yep, for 41 days. So it's been retrograde Uh in the sign that it was in in my birth chart. Wow. Which is interesting. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense with the uh, uh, tumultuous things you've been going through in the um, self-understanding areas. Yeah, yeah. It's about love. Yeah, it is. Venus is love and relationships. What have I shed on this journey to my personal underworld? Um, I got the magician. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, let's, uh, let's see. He has mastered his subconscious and as a result, the material world around him. The magician is bold with his decisive power. He is self-determined and self-confident and possesses a vision he truly believes should be realized. He is passionate, creative, and above all, deeply connected to his surroundings, his vision, and his life. When you receive this card, expect to receive a bolt of energy. 
What you are doing is worthwhile, and you have the means within you to accomplish it. This is not a time for doubt, but for action. Mm. Have I not been consistently there, though, lately? Action, action, action. Yeah. yeah mentally, like, yeah. Emotionally, yeah. not so much always, but I'm <laughs> feeling that energy. I'm feeling that push in that direction. Yeah. A bolt of energy. I gotta keep getting cards that tell me to not put pressure on myself. <laughs> keep getting them. Yeah. Mine says, what have I shed on this journey to my personal underworld? It may be challenging to make a clear choice now, so avoid putting yourself under too much pressure. What step could you take to obtain more information and gain some clarity? Remember that a situation may look quite different in the light of day or after more time has passed. This is Seven of Cups, by the way. Uh, nothing as it first appears, fantasies, pipe dreams, unrealistic expectations, illusions. If I've shed all this, that's great. <laughs> Distorted reflections, corruption, premeditation. Pre okay. Courage to move into real experience. Instead um, of just talking about it. Yeah. Shed. Pipe dreams. That's funny. <laughs> Those are mine. What are you doing with those? I have those, too. <laughs> self-determined and self-confident. Says his uncompromising presence dispels the mystery and replaces it with sheer force of will. Mm -hmm. I've gotten stuff like that a lot lately. Uh, what have I retrieved from this place? Your own personal underworld. <laughs> Uh, the Ace of Pentacles, which I feel I've seen a few times lately. Mm -hmm. Ensconced in a sturdy brick wall, a wooden door swings open bearing the sign of Pentacle. Beyond it lie many mysteries, but a few gnarled trees suggest an orchard laden with fruit smelling richly of loam. Light and bubbles stream out, beckoning the reader in. Dare to cross this threshold and immerse yourself in wonder. When you see a tantalizing opportunity, take it. This card promises great material reward for projects undertaken, particularly if there's something novel or unexplored. Yeah, we've gotten some before. <laughs> Though you may not be able to see over the wall and divine what you're truly choosing, dare to take the road less traveled. You may find it pays off in the long run. Rise up to the challenge and begin your new adventure. Mm. Something novel or unexplored. <laughs> it's such a pun. <laughs> it's so punny. Uh-huh. Oh, great material reward. Oh, yours was about adventure, too. Interesting. Uh, mine says, time to get going with or without much preparation. It's the Knight of Wands. Uh, great motivation and impetus can help kickstart a domestic, professional, or personal project. Adrenaline is pumping and prompt action is required. Prepare for someone ignoring the opinions or feeling of, feelings of others, probably through a lack of time and disregard for niceties. Niceties. On the move, travel, flight, departure, disruption, altered plans, home modifications, new address, moving abroad, absence, away from home, stranger's arrival, upsetting the status quo. Interesting. Uh, so I brought a stranger back from my personal underworld, apparently. <laughs> well. That's <laughs> a little disturbing. It is. It is. Uh, no, motivation and uh, impetus. To kickstart a domestic, professional, and personal project. I like that. Yes, we are we are on a roll. 
And I don't feel like it. No, but you know what? Adrenaline. You need some of that. You need some of that. Because I have a lot of it right now, and if you were in my airspace, I could share it. But for some reason, Zoom is a barrier to me sharing that excitement and adrenaline. Yes. I have too much, and I would like you to please take some so that I don't feel <laughs> so like can this. balance it out a little bit. <laughs> yes. I'm sitting here at 2.30 in the morning in the living room going like, oh, God. I want to do the things. <sighs> without much preparation. Yeah. That's the story of our life. Mm-hmm. Also, Vermont maple nut coffee. It's that so good. good. So good. I like maple. I thought it was overdone until I had it done right. I'm coming here. Okay. How can I put into practice the lessons from this Venus retrograde? Wheel of Fortune. Ooh, fun. Yep. I, I always like that card. I, I think it's interestingly placed, I will say. I feel, okay, so before you even read it, Wheel of Fortune is a card about, like, luck and and yeah. fortune. And on the negative side of it, it's like the, the bad luck, right? Yeah. But it typically means success in some way. Um, so yeah. for this context, how to put into practice the lessons from this Venus retrograde, I feel like acting like we've already succeeded, you know, and, and manifesting that in, in the fake it till you make it kind of way, Yeah, you know, um, that's really the way to, to balance Which everything. was my MO. Yeah. And I lost it for like three years and I need No, but like with, with this specific undertaking not just the podcast but the novel and and the things that we're trying to do like we have it we have it and it's it's already successful we just have to do it (laughs) it's just the doing it's really doing and that's what goes back to this uh on mine is like um get going with or without much preparation so stop feeling like you have to be ready there's no record just just start recording just do it yeah which we were doing before yeah, and we had we had a world we were building, and we had maps I was making, things yeah. I didn't even know I could do. Yeah. And I need to go back to that, because it was we were building. Yeah. And once you start building, if you stop, it just becomes desolate and empty. I find it interesting that it's, it's a peacock and a serpent. Mm-hmm. A peacock and two serpents, technically. <laughs> a peacock and a serpent are locked in vicious combat. A second serpent is entangled beneath, looking victorious, but consuming his own tail in confusion. A second peacock streaks in from above, determined to take part in this eternal, desperate struggle for dominance. Fortune favors the bold. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not one for, like, cliche shit, but that's going on my body. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's, that's my thing. It has been forever. If I've just stepped out and done it, that's when it works. Yeah. Constantly vying for power may seem like a futile pursuit, but it is in fact a simple, blessed characteristic of life, which is never at a standstill. The Wheel of Fortune shows the perpetual shifting in the balance of power manifested infinitely within every aspect of your life. At every given time, you'll be the champion, the contender, believe you're the champion, or have no reign at all, <laughs> quickly hurtling yourself into the fray. This card suggests the change is coming, old king is dead and someone or something will rise in its stead huh, okay which also makes a lot of sense because Ooh. this year i've let go of a lot of fragments of me that weren't really me yeah things that held me back from being myself 
listen to this. This is great. This is great. This is great. Because <laughs> this is exactly what I was just saying. Mine is the Eight of Wands, which is a very different card than the Wheel of Fortune. It is right? very different, yes. <laughs> very different. Where something isn't working, let go and focus your energy elsewhere. Matters will progress fast. You may be juggling several projects at once, but keep your eyes on the prize. If your feet barely touch the ground, it may be because life has found natural ways to carry you forward. Progress, breakthrough, events moving quickly, on the threshold of something new, promises or proposals, object of desire or envy, hasty decisions and action. Yep. It's time to just dive back in. Because we we are our best that way. We never planned to write a book. I may have planned to write a book. Where something isn't working, let go and focus your energy elsewhere. So focus energy where it works. Yeah. Where we know it works, where we've already discovered it works. But also, like, we plan to write one day and we're just not in it and we're not able to start. It's like, okay, switch gears. What are we doing instead? Where, where does it work? Do something else. Do we, instead do we of doing wanna, nothing. Do we want to play video games? If so, we're yeah. streaming it. Yeah, we can stream you it. You know. And that's the thing. Like, where... What are our backups? That's why I wanted to do the calendar today. So I right. want to be like, okay, here we are. This is the day. What is the backup idea? What is the plan for when we just don't feel like it and Finch is like, just be today? Yeah. We can stream video games and just be. Yeah. You know? we can. that's the easy thing. <laughs> we can switch it up, right? We can switch it up and we can talk about something the unrelated. The podcast should be the easy thing, too. Because we can it just should. hit record, and I say, good morning, gamers. It's 6.42 p.m., and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Kaboom. And that's the thing. There's no reason we should be holding ourselves back. The right. one thing we are good at is talking. <laughs> we could have had... I think our jumbled, mumbled words beg to differ there. Our listeners, however, <laughs> agree with me. Yeah. We got a few. We're ways. good at living life. We're good at telling our stories. We're good at sharing experiences without filters. True. And those are the things that we need to remember. True.